organizations. Now, organizations, when you be a part of organizations, it's pretty much what you put into it and what you get out of it. Now, when you put into an organization, there has to be energy, understanding, and patience. In this podcast, I will be briefly discussing some of the organizations that I considered family, um, all the organizations that I participated in, that pretty much that relationship, the bond that was built, the family love. Within that family love is understanding and mutual respect for one another, for one another's ideas, for one another's input, and the togetherness to formulate, to address an issue. One, let's start at the first non-profit organization I believe I had associated myself with was, um, let's see here, I believe it was Bread for the City or Washington Legal Clinic for the Homeless. Bread for the City, I used to, I was a client, still am a client. I was going to get bag lunches, uh, bag food once a month. And I just inquired about some of the issues. I wasn't working, um, just staying around. And, you know, every for every person, you look for some type of gain, some type of knowledge, some type of revenue builder. But after I got into it, um, everybody needs revenue, but I didn't look at it as a revenue getter. I... Join the Terrence Moore organization. After you graduated from there, I graduated from there, you receive your certificate of graduation. You move on to CORE, which is the more intense hands-on training of getting a movement and also participating within the organization's outreach. Trying to get more people involved. Um expressing some of the issues that has been talked about within Bread for the City um, for any type of housing-related issues, slumlords, which is a landlord that pretty much um, don't tend to the tenants or the unit itself. That was one of the issues that uh, Bread for the City touched bases on. We um, had a program that did diapers and everything for, for the kids. We pretty much tried to go out um, and get individuals to, you know, donate diapers, uh, baby utensils uh, for individuals that may not have the financial means to get all of the necessities that they need. Within the organization itself, I met some great individuals. And to understand their story and to tell my story so they can get an understanding of it was pretty much my objective. I listened very carefully. I understood. I did not disclose none of the information about anybody's story. That's another thing in advocacy. It's the privacy among each other. 
to keep each other's story to your own. If they want their story to be told, you know, another person tell another person's story is always some type of added incentive, some type of misquoted quotation that a person may add on. You never know the, the respect, you know, the motive behind the individual that may not relate a whole story. I felt the love. I felt the energy, I felt the chemical bonding of not only the staff that was participating in these um, events, but also the individuals that came together to produce a great outcome. Um, We have to um, address certain topics. Um, to give input, um, has something called one mic, a quote, one mic, end of quote. That means that everybody can't talk at the same time. One person has to be able to talk so others can listen. If we all talk at one time, we would not understand each other. It would be a bunch of gibberish and nobody point really would get across. That's when you learn your mutual understanding. To be respectful when another person is talking. In advocacy, that is a critical point. Because if you don't listen, you might miss a key element of what you're trying to formulate, to express. So that was one critical point right there. And then there was, you know, the obvious brainstorming. Uh, one individual uh, to get the point across made T-shirts. Um, we had artists to draw up posters um, to come up with a logo that we would either put on the shirts or use on a website to demonstrate that yeah, right to DC. We have a right to be here. We don't fall under alienship. We have a location in the district that we reside to be a Washingtonian. How many years or your ties to the community is also a critical element of advocacy. If you just come into the district and trying to advocate, how do you know the policy? How do you know the code of the district? Are you familiar with it? Everywhere you go, there's different rules, regulations, laws, policies, um, everything. And you have to be familiar with all of these, no matter where you go, to advocate. Knowing of their particular entity or particular place, laws are critical. Because, you know, no unauthorized practice of law. That's something that they say when you're doing um, legal research, paralegal and legal assistance work, which I obtained a diploma in paralegal and my associate's degree in legal studies, which give me the background to be able to thoroughly construct a research proposal on an issue 
that we may be advocating about. Bread for the city was uh, is a great entity for me. Uh, I socialized. Um, I got to the point where I was getting a seventy-five dollar stipend a month for being a part of core. Um, you have to stay going to your meetings. You have to be interactive. And act. You had to be active within the sessions itself, and to be able to stay abreast with any new uh, segments that's going on within the organization. Um, there was family bondings. There was outreach that we did individually uh, with a couple of. I did individually with a couple of groups. I mean, a couple of people within Bread for the City. Um, to get our point across, to uh, make a statement, to be to be heard, uh, to bring awareness of all type of issues that plagues us daily. Displacement is daily, whether it's the mental displacement of a situation dealing with housing. Which we had a, a therapy group that assessed the mental stress that happens when you're displaced from housing. And it becomes an emotional scene for individuals that went through it and lost it all. And don't have a nest egg, don't have family. Um, can't rely on anything but the support of what is in place as far as shelters or government supplements that's supposed to help you as you move forward. So I soaked in all of this information, seeing the compassion the frustration of faces as we sit in, sit in our stress relief group, trying to assess these problems, come up with resources to these problems, and act on these resources to reach out. If nobody is going to stand and reach out about these problems, how will we address them? How will we, yeah, we hear you, yeah, yeah, we understand. We're not doing too much about it. We hear, we just put it in a report, and that's it. No, we address it, we go on the front line, and we demonstrate. I've been with Bread for the City for about five, six years now. I haven't been active like I used to be in all the advocacy because I have been working. So now I have been using social media <clears throat> to relay my thoughts, uh, to relay the energy, the synergy, connections that I have with issues that's going on daily that affects me also. Some issues affects me, some issues don't affect me. It depends on, you know, your passion of the issues. And then it also depends on how you view the issues. We all have viewpoints. It's all on how you allocate those viewpoints. 
Another entity was Washington Legal Clinic for the Homeless. Um, I met her, one of the young ladies. She came to the breakfast place, um, gave tokens. Um, that's one of the perks also to be able to get to and from these meetings, especially when you don't have it to get there. So if you are advocating once and learning about advocate advocacy, your main issue is also not only doing the research, taking account how you're going to get to these places and get back. There's a lot of elements that revolves around advocacy. So as we, we used to meet once a week, sometimes twice a week, putting issues on the tables of what uh, particular land use, what we could be using at this particular place, how we, how will we allocate funds, um, how will we do grants writing to get grants to be more informative about um, situations that's occurring. Um, how to relate this information professionally, professionally to individuals that can be beneficial to our cause, who can be on the front line with us arguing or debating issues that are a public concern. This a, that was a nice, that is a nice family. Um, and um, I still uh, try to send emails, stay abreast with, with everybody there, uh, staff members. Um, over, over the time that I was there, um, I, I felt the, you know, the good vibes. I felt like this is something that it was a calling for me um, to be able to input, you know. And all things you do, you have to show some type of input into them, you know. True time, true diligence, true sweat. Uh, not just showing up, listening, and understanding the information, but you got to be acting on the information also. Uh, my time there has been very, very great. Uh, I worked under a lot of good people. Um, I was associated with some even greater people. And um, we all had different inputs. We all had our segments. We all have been in advocacy. And we all have an understanding of how to properly outreach two individuals to get them to understand. We used to go down to the Library of Congress and go to the land use section to find out the proper way to use the land, the proper way to get the land done. Also in this, this era right here at the Washington Legal Clinic for the Homeless, we branched off and made People Power Action, which was um, it was great. Um, we, we did funding, funding for um, so we could have in our budget uh, for tokens, um, 
certifications within advocacy itself, um, private speakers coming in that deals with particular policy issues to discuss with us, uh, to give pointers and insights on their daily advocacy, um, food, because uh, sitting in three hours meetings with nothing to eat, that, that's one critical component, is the elements that lead to a great advocacy. You know, the frustration, anxiety, it, it all stems. But if you could cut it down to a minimum, that is it is pretty critical. Advocacy, there are some funding in advocacy. You know, you have to eat. You have to get to where you're going and get back. You have to have the means of what you're going to utilize to make your point across, whether it's posters, a bullhorn, um, flyers to be passed out. There has to be some type of notion. Because if you're speaking, who's going to hear you? Where are you speaking? Not only just speak your words, but have some type of documentations that gives your words a meaning, gives your words some type of positive output. This is one of the key critical components that you have to show. Another thing within advocacy is the formation of multiple individuals to one individual. Four of us with one cause make us one entity. So that way, we can all voice and still have the same pitch. Meaning we are still discussing the same type of issue. Never going off a point. You get on point, you stay like we get off a point at the Washington Legal Clinic for the homeless. Uh, one of the organizers, hey, we getting off a point right here. You got to bring it on back. Bring it on back. That's her favorite words. You know, you got to bring it on back. So we're going to touch bases. We're going to stay right here. We'll get to that later. Make a notation of it. So you have to stay on point with your issues. And that was a critical thing there. Um, I was able to attend a couple of symphonisms through Washington Legal Clinic for the Homeless, dealing with policing and policies, um, de dealing with the, the criminal law outreach impact, and dealing with a whole lot of different scenarios, which gave me and made me more understanding of a lot of the issues that are taking places that are taking place within my surroundings that need to be addressed. So that is one critical aspect that I took away from when I was attending the functions there. I was in the book club, donated books also, which was a, a good thing. Books that relate to our topics and how to make us better advocates within the field of our particular issues such as land use, and homelessness. That was a, a pretty good venture. And I'm still glad to say that I participated to the utmost. 
Another entity was Empower DC. <clears throat> Empower DC, I stayed abreast with Empower DC. Talking about the key aspect of racial equity. One platform. How to how to get from equity to equality. To make all resources available to all those. No matter tax bracket or pay bracket. But to have all resources available. We touched bases on this um, many times. I was attending their groups Saturdays. Uh, I was going to the outreach sections, what we did over the summer, um, making um, equity awareness um, within the community. And this pretty much promoted the groundwork. This pretty much put the face out there to let other individuals know that, hey, this is an issue right here. This is what we needed to address. Yeah. We need this to be addressed. We need this to bring forth more progression within all communities, all wards. The people was very knowledgeable. You have people that's been advocating for a long time within the organization itself. Um, different aspects of organizations from healthy foods to um, comp plans to um, social justice. You had a lot of individuals that was partaking in this movement. We had to be informative. Um, this is like all disciples of color. Um, you have individuals of all nationalities pulling together for one just cause, which was pretty cool. I mean, it was pretty great. You really can't put a classification on. Uh, you can't put a color on justice. Is 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 pretty much the notation here, because you have outreach to all individuals. All individuals need to. Partake and listen to building a one platform foundation. The naiveness of individuals that think that the classification of our origins will keep being hindered is pretty much uh, individuals that do not assess their own recollection. A lot of the things that we'll go we're going through in society now are what was learned in the home. Our base foundation of understanding is what is learned in the home. And for racial inequality or racial in, injustice is built on those within the home that is built from their past relations. Not subjecting their minds to different aspects of the world, but only their closed-in subset. This critical co component is key because if you do not 
broaden your understanding of what goes on daily, then you will never understand. So these entities itself are the main ingredients that builds on my overall objective of advocacy. These have been a great, great um, understanding for me. The, the love, the emotional ties with the, the coordinators themselves and with the clients like me that's looking to progress in the field of advocacy. These notions have made my understanding of advocacy more complete and more emotional to consider when voicing about public issues. In Power DC, they have been, it's been great. I've been getting exposure. Um, I've been out in the community. Um, one That one radio show is like a whole series to me. Um, it was just great to be a part of, you know, can't make it an everyday, uh, every Tuesday event, which I attended or tried to, but that one Tuesday meant a whole lot. And, um, with the individual, uh, Reverend Hagler, that's, that pretty much hosts the show and Miss Parisa, who's another entity of, um, Empower DC, uh, been reaching out to them, trying to stay, um, uh, knowledgeable of them, you know, my fan base right there. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of their work, um, their understanding of the work. And um, I just look forward for more engagement to be able to bring advocacy, understanding to the forefront, to give a brief and ethical understanding of how the movements that are put in place uh, an immediate need. We don't advocate just for our uh, a particular preference. We advocate for a societal need, uh, economic change, uh, progressive movement for the people to become more of a independent nature than to rely on a crutch such as government entities' assistance. Uh, in a crisis like this, this is when the government is needed to be our foundation. But if there's not a crisis, we should be able to have the utilities and tools put in place or there for us to grasp to be better individuals to generate the revenue that we needed to keep our economy afloat. Um... Brief um, entities uh, like LDC, 1DC, I uh, have been to socialize with, to get understanding of their movement, to be a part of the advocacy that they have going on is is, is pretty great to, to be a part of. And I met some great people along those entities as well. Um, grassroots, something like the Public Interest Research Group, which I did a couple of times. I went out on the outreach once, uh, twice. 
um, Amnesty International. That's one other entity that I was, you know, I was a part of uh, just to be uh, a volunteer of it, to understand the concept of their movements, to understand um, their thought processes, uh, just to build a firm advocacy portfolio with key components. Every entity that I just mentioned are key components in my my um, my ladder to to um, promote better awareness of policy that deals directly with the people. You would take more into consideration of your own movement and to be able to fluently speak of the things that are taking place. Due diligence, duty of care is my my overall insight. The public servant is who I am when I advocate and when I don't advocate to show the relations within the public. I'm very approachable. You have to be very approachable. And these entities that I've named, you have to be understanding. You have to listen and learn before you can speak and teach of the issues that's at hand. I, we, us are advocates. We endure the struggle. We relate the information, the data that we get. We put it in a format that you will understand. So you can understand the struggle, so you can understand the definition of the struggle, so you can understand the need, not the wants of us people. These are the family love of the entities that I have been a part of thus far. And the entity that is growing social indulgers. Legal indulgers. That's who we are. So in your advocacy journey. Don't be just a client of. Or a sub agent to the agent. To the principal. But become more involved. In your client base. And in your work. With those you work with. And that you work under to understand their type of thought and to listen on how to become a better advocate.